0: Cause this, we be with test test. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Get that. Yeah. That one's on, it's on, it's already
1: right. go Yep. All right. All Here right. we go. All right. Here Cheers. we go.
0: Cheers. I can't believe it only took us uh 37 minutes of tech work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you look around the room, uh, our unfinished media room, we have a green screen right behind you.
0: Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna... That's wall, gonna look so good. We're gonna wallpaper this this whole yeah. room up. Yeah, this whole thing is gonna be um, that awesome wallpaper that we have. Yeah. It's not in here right now. Right. Um, it's gonna be cleaned up. But to good.
1: start is better <laughs> than to be perfect, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Look at uh, Joe Rogan's first
0: episode. That's right, I remember. Uh, it's w- painful to watch and to listen so to. so painful. And I remember I used those. So, quick story, I started listening to that podcast in like November of 2011. Um, and it was on UStream, and like it wasn't even on YouTube. You could only I've find never it, even heard of UStream. Yeah, UStream was just like this thing that they used to. Uh, you'd be able to like stream video, yeah. online. online. Um, so you have to like wait for the live stream. You know what I mean? That okay. was the only way you could catch it. Yeah. Um, and then I remember I downloaded a few. I had to like download his his podcast app. That was like a third party app because I was driving across the country to start chiropractic school in San Jose, California. And so I drove from Chicago to San Jose in my Nissan Altima I broke down three times way there. Uh, three electrical fires. No way. Behind the steering wheel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I downloaded like 12 podcasts or something, all of those old ones to listen to. And they like got me through those Audible, nice. Audible, I was back, Audible back then. Okay. Um, they got me through uh, that trip because that's, like, you know, 40, 44 hours worth of driving. Um, And those podcasts back then were so awesome. And now if I go back, you're like, oh, man. Because he's gotten so much better. Yeah, He's gotten
1: so much better. What episode is he on now? Like 1100?
0: Like 1159 or something like that. They're all two-hour, three-hour conversations. The one on Friday was with Tom Papa. He's like a comedian. Okay. Um, Those are actually my favorite ones because he's, I think, most like himself – and he's like yeah. he's not interviewing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just conversing. Yeah. Um and Tom Pop is an interesting guy just because he he uh, <laughs> bakes bread. Okay. He like, started making his own like starter for sourdough all that kind of stuff. He's so, nice. Quirky he dude. Nice. Um okay, so hundred days or something. hundred days, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um or right, how about these cool shirts we're both wearing?
1: Lumen Academy. Do you wanna give a quick
0: shout out to that or like a quick synopsis of what that's gonna be before we get into 100 days or
1: yeah so um, here's a a brief overview yeah. of how it came in to be um, so I did a seven day fast I remember out of nowhere it was I call it the accidental fast that's right uh, I got invisalign and I got it at like 11 o'clock I skipped lunch on a Friday right I skipped lunch I skipped mm-hmm. dinner. And um, had the little liners in. And I'm like, you know what? It's too hard to take out. I'll just go uh, a day, and I'll, I'll take them out tomorrow and I'll eat. Mm-hmm. So I went 24 hours. Um, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can do like 36 hours. And then I'm like, wow, what the hell? Maybe I can do 48. And then I just kept going. Um, but it didn't take any like effort. It wasn't difficult for that. me to do. It wasn't like me conquering anything. It was just like me existing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I didn't want food or I wasn't like repulsed by food. I remember cooking Char and, and Mia um, burgers and I was like, okay, this smells good. This is like five days into the fast. Yeah. I appreciate the smell, but I don't want these. Yeah. So I, I didn't like not want them, but I didn't want them either. So mm-hmm. I was being indifferent. Mm-hmm. But it was just like this weird calm state. Uh, what, I, what I felt, I guess from a physiological standpoint, is like kind of all the the nervous anxiety, the chatter in your head, all the fear and doubt. It kind of just all withered away. It all melted away. And I had this like new baseline and I came in this room and I kind of mapped this entire thing out while I was on the fast. And it wasn't like me, like, you know, beautiful mind sitting there for hours. Uh, it literally was like this like 10 minute thing mm-hmm. where it just came to me. I was, I was walking, listening to audiobooks, audibles, like every day. Yep. I was in my own little world. It's not like you were tripping. It's not like you were like, you know, hallucinating, but I was definitely, I was, uh felt like I was in a different like mental space, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of mental clarity hyper-focused. and hyper-focused. And we built this am- amazing gym, brick and mortar, and we're serving, you know, hundreds of people, um, but it's centered around, you know, fitness and nutrition. I know there's so much more to life than just that, even though those are amazing building blocks. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, how can we reach more people. I love ideas, philosophy. Like me and Demir, we talk for hours every day. I wish we would have recorded the last like two years of our <laughs> our existence together because yeah. it was all you know. There was so much gold in a lot of the conversations. This we had. would make a lot more sense. Yes. Else. Yeah. Like Imagine having two years of that spattered across, right? Right. Um, but we're starting now, and uh, I came up with the Illumina Academy just because there's so many ways that we can help people that. I wanted to help people with mindset. I want to help people with nutrition. I want to help people with physical mastery and then, um, other areas of life that we all suffer from mm-hmm. financial mastery. Everyone has money problems. I can't wait to take that one myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about it is like, I'm not the financial guru, um, but I do know the financial guru and I know a lot about fitness, but I'm not the, the physical guru, but I know a physical guru, right? Um, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, and that's kind of like where the idea came from, the inspiration, and we're really excited to put these concepts and ideas into this hundred day journey package, which we already do at the gym. So we've kind of perfected it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we're going to center it all around how a unique individual naturally takes action. So that I think is going to be the biggest differentiator is, you know, there's so many programs out there. There's so much noise And everyone's just trying the next thing and the next thing. And and if they fail, they either think they're a failure or they didn't try hard enough. Right. What I realized in the last two years of my life is you have to understand uh, everybody has to know thyself first. You have to understand how you do things and then you have to seek things out or solutions out that are made for you, for people like you. Right. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Totally. So when I look at financial mastery um, and if we equate that or, or compare it to diets, I've done every diet, I've tried every little like financial thing mm-hmm. known to man. And it's all behavioral, like diets are behavioral, managing your money is behavioral and not everyone behaves in the same fashion, right? Yeah. So Dave Ramsey is a perfect example. Um, he's very much into the scarcity mindset model. Mm-hmm and his stuff is amazing and it works, but it only works for people who do well in scarcity, right? If you're an entrepreneur and you live in abundance, if you you force your entire mindset shift to go into scarcity, that literally uh, impacts more things than just your own personal finances, right? Correct. Um, And then for nutrition, if you look at like the RP diet, you're weighing, you're measuring, you're even uh, getting down to the micro, of how much should I eat on a workout day versus a non-workout day. And that's an amazing program as well. But the truth is, behaviorally, if you don't do well with all of that black and white order, then you're not gonna stick with it. Like me. Yeah, Yeah. it it all works, everything works. But it has to work for you and it has to work for you for the long run. Mm -hmm. The only way you can find a program that works for you in the long run is to figure out who you are. Yes. And then have a program for that person. Yes. So that's why I'm excited because nobody does this. No and it's
0: just it's and this all started with the colby it all started with the colby index colby index i remember um my old boss made me do it um, okay yeah and i remember i, I don't know if we, we were talking about this was like over a year ago like a year and a half yeah. ago i remember you took it um and then you had your staff take it yeah and then, like you went down this all this Colby sh- rabbit hole, <laughs> just uh, an introspective rabbit hole. I'll right. say Colby was a part of it. Colby was
1: one part of it. But exactly. I, I kept screwing things up and I kept getting people wrong or I'll call it, I kept failing people because I've never managed anybody before. And all of a sudden I went from being like an individual contributor mm-hmm. at my old corporate job at CDW mm-hmm. to growing a team of 25 without any management experience. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of mistakes made. Uh, on my part. Right. So when I said failed people, it's, it's not their fault. It's, I put them in a position to fail, mm-hmm. but being introspective, I'm like, why does this keep happening and how do I avoid it?
0: And how, yeah, how in do you, how do some future? people f- uh, fail and how do some people like thrive?
1: Right. And you, yeah. you begin connecting dots and you're like, okay, well this type of person yes. does really well with this. And this type of person does really well with that. And it's not to pigeonhole people into what they can, can and cannot do. But um there are these innate modes of operation that the Colby identifies Mm -hmm. the thing I love about the Colby, like personality trade assessments, the big five, big
0: five is a good um,
1: you know, Jordan Peterson's understand myself, Mm -hmm. Myers Briggs, Mm -hmm. those are all valuable tools, but they're from the affective part of the mind. And the affective deals with emotions, feelings, motivations. Important, but literally you could, when you take, you know, big five or understand myself in the, the, the fine print, it says, do not take this when you're hungry or tired, right. Or, or your results could change. Uh-huh. So, um, I went to the Kobe certification just recently, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. your results for all of those affective tests could change within two hours. Yeah. So you can't use that data for anything if you're going to predict, you know, how people are going to behave. Correct. Cause how do you know if they had a bad day? They're hungry. This is all emotions, feelings. Yeah,
0: it's a real thing. All of that.
1: It's in. There's three parts of the mind. There's the cognitive part of the mind, and that's IQ, that's processing power, that's training, that's experience, that's knowledge gained. Mm -hmm. All of that very important. The affective, which we talked about, emotions and feelings, Mm -hmm. um, very important as well. But then there's another piece of us, piece of the mind, the third part of the mind. And that is the cognitive. Mm-hmm. And that simply is how we take action when striving or how we do things when we're free to be ourselves. Yeah, That's what I care about. Like, I want people to be themselves and I wanna figure out like, where are they gonna light up? Like, where are they gonna excel? Because I've been in positions where I had to work outside of my cognitive strengths yes. and, and, you know, I failed miserably or I can do it for a little bit and you almost like you put this mask on and you're like, okay, I'm a general manager now. And you know, you're wearing the general manager mask, but when, when things get flustered or when you go back to being yourself, you know, for me, I'm a creator, I'm an architect, Mm -hmm. I'm a a visionary. Mm -hmm. I go right back to that space, but guess what? All that GM stuff has to happen still. And you can't just live here. So then you have to say, okay, I have to understand who I am. And then I have to figure out how to fill my gaps. Exactly. Now with a team, that's a little easier with yourself. A little more difficult because you can't fill your own gaps no but this is where the 100 day journey products are going to be amazing is exactly yeah you are you and then there's all of these products here and you can't just keep blindly trying these things and maybe you might get lucky and maybe one of them sticks but it's not because it was like the perfect match, right? Or the best program. It's because you you just stumbled upon a program that was built for somebody like you.
0: Exactly, and that's where uh, Tony Robbins talks about, he'll say things like, well, sir, why are you having trouble losing weight? Is there not enough information out there on diet and exercise? Right. Are there not enough books there to get learned on diet and exercise? Yeah. What is the excuse? Well, I think it's not a lack of information. No, right. It's just a program. uh, Information hasn't been digested and presented to people in a way that they can consume it in order to make the most, actually get off the ground with it.
1: Right. And that's what it is. And then do it long enough to actually see the results. Exactly. Right. Because you can't just do anything for a month and then have it work. Right. It's got to be like this long-term approach to it all.
0: And that's why um, six-week
1: challenge, Right. Six-week challenge. Um, It's amazing for getting people started. The the negative, so it's better to start than to have never started at all. Yes. But the bad thing is you realize you do fail some people that way as well because six weeks is not long enough to really affect the change that you want to see to build the habits. We're building new habits that
0: are going to override your current not-so-good habits. Right, Right, right.
1: So you can't. You can never just remove habits. Yeah. You have to build stronger habits over the old ones. Right. And, and whether that's drug addiction, whether that's, right. you know, working out or not being lazy, yeah. whether that's finally getting your money house or your financial house in order. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it all starts with that and the whole 21 days to build a habit is like uh crap. Yeah. It's not even real. Like yeah. some psychologist just threw it out there and it stuck.
0: That but there's no that data 21 days it. used Oh, Behind there's books,
1: there's, a lot of stuff. Right. And yeah. it's, it's just that's literally funny. made up. It was yeah, a, it, it was an observation. Um, it about
0: three weeks to learn something. New right, right.
1: Um, but that's how scary it is too. Like there's too much noise and too much information out yeah. there where people don't, they just become paralyzed because they don't know what to follow anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, drink milk. Don't drink milk. This, that, do this, do that. Yeah. And at a certain point
0: you're like, well, what do I, I I'm just not going to do anything. It's safer. <laughs> it is, and I think um, specifically with diet and exercise. Yeah, more so than um, obscure topics like finance or something. Well, finance is like uh, you feel when you're broke.
1: Yeah, and, and but you really feel when you're broke, totally. so you make a change. But you're
0: not it's harder to be a self-proclaimed expert in finance because you actually have to know objective things about finance Yeah, diet and exercise like we all eat and we all can work out or move around on our own. Right. And so I I thoroughly enjoy when I'm with uh, out with friends and they'll ask in one breath, can you help me with my diet and exercise? But in another breath, they're dispelling out advice to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Because it's nah, just, just diet stop. and exercise. Right. And it's like, I eat, you know, well, I do cardio. And so, but, you know, they're not in very good shape. Right. Like, or are they a good example? <laughs> well, here's health. what I do. Right. And they're like, well, I do cardio six days a week. And then I, you know, I do protein shakes. Right. And it's like, that's a recommendation that they would give to somebody. Yeah. You don't know yeah. anything about this person in terms of like what they need, you know. But because it's food and, and something that everybody's can Feel like they're good at or understand, yeah. Where it's not obscure like physics, yeah. You can't just like throw out equations like out, out of your ass, right? You know, for no reason, yeah. Um, with diet and exercise, you can, you can just be like, yeah, you know, intermittent fasting, do that, it'll work for you, right? Right, just don't eat, yeah, like it should work, <laughs> yeah, it should work, yeah, yeah. So, I think, um, diet and exercise is and it will forever be this, um, gray cloud. That confuses people unless they find that like it yeah. really works, you know, or unless they realize not everything works for everybody. Everything so. works, right? But not everything works for everybody, right? And most people don't, you know, it's like oh, RP worked for me. Yeah, everybody, everybody needs to do RP, and
1: know? and this is where like it really, 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 uh, it gets me just on fire because nutrition is so behavioral like there's so there's a lot that goes into why people are the way they are like what their thought patterns and habits were leading up to it who they are how they naturally take action all brought them to this center point of like okay i'm 100 pounds overweight yeah so like just eating better isn't that's just like the the layer exactly but you got to peel the onion layers back and get to the emotional drivers of like well what caused you to get to this point like what emotional trauma mm-hmm. what all of that stuff and what? now if we're going to fix it like wow we have to we have to work with the affective mm-hmm. the emotions the feelings mm-hmm. you have to figure that out mm-hmm. but to, to prescribe somebody the right nutrition plan the cognitive has the cognitive play. has to match yeah. um, and that's why I'm on fire about it
0: because it just makes like too much sense yeah and you feel almost feel bad for those poor nutritionists we are like taking on these monumental tasks yeah. of helping to change somebody deep down you know from the core of the onion yeah even though like the nutrition is just a surface layer that represent like that's why they're there right it's because like yeah they got pushed over the edge and somebody called them big right or something like that and or they didn't feel good or they just got winded yeah. walking that's why they're there and but, some
1: people's outlet is food other people gambling, other people, drugs. I mean, we're all addicted to something, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I had a friend tell me
0: um, they ate because they were mad and sad. Like, yeah. That's what they, – they, they weren't hungry. Right. Like, that was just the way they, they – their outlet. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, is RP going to work for that person? Right. Like, like I don't that's, know. I don't know. The question is so much bigger than just right. what diet are you on. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so much behind that. And that's why – I'm I love the fact that before we like took on this whole thing of like, Hey, I think we're in a cool opportunity where there's a big enough network within these four walls where we can use people's natural expertise and things that light them up, you know, that they're amazing at. It might not be like what their profession is, like what they're doing on in the real world, but it's what they're really good at and what we know that they're good at. And we can kind of extract their expertise and help, others yeah but anybody can do that right really you know any crossfit gym can do that any any anybody anybody with a network can just pull all their friends and be like hey how can we help people but i think asking the question of how can we help people where that person is going to have the most success yeah that's all that matters you yeah. know and i deal i deal with this in my clinic every day when they're coming in with a problem and all I care about is like helping them achieve or fix that problem, irregardless of how we get there right. or what tools we use yeah. to do that, right? Um, it doesn't matter right. as long as they get what they were. want. You know, we kind of come talk talk, combine their subjective with my objective. Yeah, We put together and we make a plan. Right. Um. Doesn't matter how we do that. Yeah. It just matters that we do that, and that it's a success. Yeah. And that's like the we always talk about, like the universal truth. Right? Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. It's like that they came here to you for help, and that you helped them. Right. Um. Not like that you forced on a specific, a specific solution. Solution. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what um. That's kind of like the basis. Like that's like the filter before the hundred days. Right. You know what I mean, and that's what. I love as well. That's yeah, what fires me up. is yeah. like I think it's gonna be successful for people, whether it's like successful in like sales or any of that other crap. I think each person, like the success rate of each person that does it, I think is going to be very high. Yep, because of all of this, like pre work. Yeah, you know that goes into it. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, at a
1: very minimum, right? We we went into this wanting to solve. A just a monumental problem in that the health and fitness type of area Mm -hmm. or or, you know in in the industry um, where we see all of the stuff that's out there and we just see all the people that don't succeed so they get all of the courage mustered up to make a change right? And they've done their part Yeah, and they go to a, a health or a fitness or maybe a financial professional, whoever it is, mm-hmm. they seek help. And that professional gives them this cookie cutter solution. And that might be the one time you always talk about this. Yeah. That might be the one time they actually try yeah. to get their health in order or their nutrition in order or, or their finances in order. And then only to be failed by the program they've been given. Yeah. And then maybe they're just like, you know, this just isn't for me. Like, I'm just not meant to be fit or healthy, or I'm not meant to be thin or whatever you deem, or I'm not meant to have a lot of money, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. because they tried one program and it failed them because it wasn't made for them. It was made for somebody else by somebody else. Um, so for me, the the exciting part about this is with the Illumina Academy, I'm going to help people understand who they are and how they naturally take action from a meta level. Yes. No matter what they do, this is just who they are. Yeah. And if that's all I do, then, uh, I'm making the world better. And I think
0: arguably that's the most important component of the Illumina Academy. It really is. Yeah. You know, the financial, the physical, the nutritional, the mental mastery, spiritual, maybe, maybe, um, all of these things are very important but like what's more important before that yeah you have to understand yourself
1: i didn't understand so i took the kobe about two years ago when i was trying to sort myself out figure out why i kept failing people Mm. and that was like it was an aha moment right Mm -hmm. um but it also validated who i was so i always knew who i was i think we all know who we are but then we get lost with all the static all the noise we try to be somebody else or we try to emulate somebody who has something we want, so whether it's, you know, a successful business or, um, you know, the body we want or whatever it might be. And then we, we emulate that blindly. Um, and we kind of get lost and we lose who we are. Mm-hmm. So to be able to like show people that first, that's amazing. Right. Yeah. And then I can't help anybody until that person knows who they are. And then until I know who they are.
0: Right. Well, that's it. Like, that's uh, the other component why? we haven't even addressed. Is, no. I don't know who you are. Right. I don't know what program's going to work for you. Right. <laughs> How yeah. can I, out of my like integrity, give you a recommendation yeah. that I'm going to feel good about? Yeah. Ultimately, right, right, right. And that's a, a factor that's also important. It might sound almost selfish, but it's like, look, I have to feel good about the recommendations that I give to people. Yeah. Like, I can't just turn off. And, and be a robot. Right, right. And like, no matter what, I'm selling them a plan. I, I can't be morally flexible. like Right, it's just moral not... flexibility. And that's another problem is there's a
1: lot of moral flexibility yes. out there, there is. where people will just sell anything and who cares? If they sell, them you know, a thousand copies and make a million bucks
0: and they're great. And even if it helps the person that bought it one percent. yeah they count it as a success right because I at least I helped somebody. at least I helped somebody and I look how many people I helped right where I think that's okay that's I don't think that's bad necessarily I just think you can just strive to do so much more for sure yeah
1: for sure I'm, I'm, I'm I want to help people deeply right and if it means I have to help less people to go deeper with them then I want to do that. Absolutely. Uh, It's easy to get rich on the internet and and be morally flexible and just sell stuff and, well, it didn't work for you, so maybe you didn't try hard enough. Or buy our second one. Right, buy our second one. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's know thyself first and then we have to know who you are and then we can help solve some of life's most persistent problems, which is financial, it's physical mastery, um, nutrition mastery mindset mastery like those are gonna be really the four pillars i agree um in mindset i would argue could maybe be the most important because if i can change somebody's mindset they can change their entire life their entire world um but you can still start with your most persistent problem right if you're if you're dead broke uh and you got to figure stuff out you need a system to follow but that system has to be made for
0: you yeah and how you take action. Exactly. Right? And you have to you have to know that not every system is equally designed to help you. Right. And you know, some people don't know that, some people do know that. Whether they know themselves or not. Some yeah. people know that and some people don't know that. You know, right. so that's another
1: important thing. I'd argue me. most people don't know that. They just think Probably. that they didn't try hard enough or they just don't understand it, or maybe they just have to do something, maybe do the next Thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people really understand that there are these unique, innate uh, strengths that individuals have in the, these ways that people solve problems. Yeah,
0: almost like a natural way
1: that you're wired. It's it's like your mode of operation, right? That's yeah. how what Kobe kind of equates it to. Mm-hmm. The thing I love about the Kobe, and I was getting to this earlier, is it's 40 years of research. Um, there's a 25 plus year. Ongoing study with the same participants, where they've taken the Kobe over the course of twenty-five years, and it's ninety-five percent consistent. Yeah, so that thing's not changing. It's not. It's just yeah. who you are. Yeah.
0: If it's I were not to, based on
1: your anger level. No, yeah. or, or like, oh, I, but I've grown this much as a human being, mm-hmm. so I have to take it. Or I've had this spiritual awakening, and I have to take it. You were always you, but I have, you know, a four-year-old now, almost, and a four-month-old. Ask any parent with twin identical twins or just kids in in the same age ranges, how different their kids are. And in this, this is, this will show it, right? Uh, Same genetics, same DNA, same upbringing, but they're different. They're wired from, from the beginning, from the beginning. And we, as a society, we carve out this nice neat little box and we just try to shove everybody into this little box because that's what we understand and know. And then the outliers just get prescribed like ADD medicine, or they're this, or they're that. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, like everyone has their own unique strengths, yeah. and you have to figure that out first, and then start doing things in life Agreed. or in reality, yeah. right?
0: You, otherwise, you're just going blind. And, well, yeah. and that's you know, a deeper problem with education in general and things like that. Right? People aren't. Uh, forced to, or aren't encouraged to figure out who they are. No, no. You know, I have patients who are telling me and cause I'm out of the loop, obviously. Um, they'll tell me like in middle, middle school, and in high school, they're at starting to get these kids on like college tracks. So like, they're asking like sophomores in high school, yeah. like, Hey, start thinking about the kind of, um, major you're going to choose in college. Yeah. Like, what? 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 Like, yeah. What? I just went through puberty. Don't I have, have no idea. You have no idea what they're doing. Right. Can right? you want them to what? Yeah. Choose their path. Right. In concrete. Yeah. For the next 50 years. Without knowing who they are. And then extract happiness out of that path. Yeah. When they chose it at 16. Right. That makes no sense. And then they, they have to deal with the reality
1: that they've constructed. Right. So student loans. Right. Career. Right. Wife or yeah, family. What if, what if
0: you married a. Kids at 19,
1: family, kids, yeah. all that, <laughs> and now you gotta, student loan debts, and all of a sudden you're 30 years old, yeah. and you're like, holy shit, this is not what I wanted for my life, but you become trapped.
0: That's a lot of people. A lot but of people. Whether it's, yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and then, that's where, you know, we've talked about this, it's where midlife crisis is, is come, yeah. come from. You are yeah. you realize like, oh my God, I've always wanted to just drive around in a sports car. I'm sick of this suburban. Yeah. I'm sick of being trapped with these kids yeah. in this suburban house. Like, right. I just want to travel the world and blah, blah, And so I love what Gary Vee says to every 22 year old that comes to him with, Oh, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm graduating college. He's like, what? Yeah. Go travel, right. go fail at everything you're ever going to do for the next eight to 10 years. Yeah. Come back and you're still going to be fine. And you'll fine. still be fine. And those eight to 10 years worth of experiences are going to mold you in way better ways yeah. than if you just force yourself to go through college, grad school, right. job, and then try and figure it out post life. Yeah. You know,
1: I always say, um, like the nice car, the nice house, the big screen TV, the boat they're all like consolation prizes for a shitty reality yeah. that you've accepted for yourself. Yeah. and cre- Yeah. I mean, you took part in creating it totally with everybody else. Right. Um,
0: it's like whether you drive a Bentley or a, a Volvo yeah. still on the same road, right? You know, same road does not matter. Right. You know, um, where did I hear that? It was great. Um, it was such a good perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whether you're business class or or, or or coach, still going in the same direction. Still going in the same, yeah, destination. same. destination. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, I think it was that Indian Google guy. Um, it's just a great way of 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 looking at things. It's like, oh yeah, you realize like you don't have to keep up with the Joneses and all that kind of right. stuff. Right. Like, because you can get lost in that current, yeah. and that can take you. And then you can like pop out of that current when you're 55 and realize like this is not the direction you wanted to travel yeah yeah
1: i mean nice things are nice but they sure. don't feel like these deep voids in, in people's soul yeah and then yeah. you wake up and you're like holy shit.
0: yeah jim carrey said it uh, yeah last week or whatever it was, it was i wish everybody would get rich and famous yeah so you realize that it's not it doesn't make you happy either. right yeah um okay so back to Illumin academy um i'm excited about physical mastery being the first one yeah because um i think it's a monumental task to like try to get people to figure out who they are like as that pre-filter before the four pillars of the academy. Right. And then if the first pillar was also like mindset, it would like, I don't think it would ever launch. Like it would be so much upfront work, um, without mindset. It takes a while to, it's, it's habits, right? Um,
1: right? Yeah. The thing I like about both of those, uh, physical mastery and mindset mastery yes. is so teaching somebody how to squat. Maybe, maybe they've squatted a certain way their whole life and they have thousands and thousands of repetitions under their belt, uh, or we can call it running, right? The way somebody runs, that's probably a better example. A example. So running, somebody runs, nobody teaches anybody how to run out of the gates. They're just like, all right, it's recess time, go and run. So these kids run and they just run out of instinct and it's not nor, neither good nor bad, it's just the way they do it. But nobody teaches them how. 20 years later, they have thousands and thousands of reps under their belt. And for what they wanna do, maybe it's not optimal um, in, in the way that they currently run. So when we teach people how to pose run or how to change their stride, we have to literally reprogram their movement pattern with thousands and thousands of repetitions of the way we want them to run, or the more optimal way to run, right? Um, and that takes—it's so hard because, like, you can spend a, a month doing that, right? So we do these little drills, we do the kicks, we're kind of ingraining these motor patterns, and then the minute somebody gets tired, they begin falling into their old habits. Mm-hmm. And this like huge light bulb went off in the last two years for me that that's exactly what happens with our thought patterns. Yeah. Um, so mindset mastery is literally. Reprogramming your thought patterns through thousands and thousands of repetitions. Right. Um, but you're right, a little more complicated and less tangible in terms of like what we can see. Yes, because you don't know what's going on in somebody's mind. Yeah. Um, if people saw what was going on in my mind over the last two years, yeah, I, like you yeah. know, people see this, but they don't see what's going on in, in, in years. Everything. Right. Yeah. Right. But so physical mastery, I think, is a great launching point. I do too. With the understanding now of like everything that we know about the human mind, uh, I think we're in a really good position to yeah. deeply change people's lives. Absolutely. With that physical mastery product. Exactly.
0: Because I think it will be the best momentum to run right into yeah. mindset, to run right into nutrition, to yeah. run right into finance if they want, yes. needs. Right. Yeah. Like, because the when you feel good, yeah. And like when you and physical mastery, like I'm the last person that should be teaching something called physical mastery, but it's the beginning of the journey. And that's what it is. It's yeah. your first one hundred days two. to two physical. Right, right. It's not one hundred days and then physical <laughs> mastery. No, right? no, no. Like there's no right. such thing. Mastery's a lifelong right. pursuit. Correct. Um, and but this first one hundred days when you like nudge somebody yeah. in like the right direction. And all you do is nudge them. You don't force any dogmatic framework onto them. Right. Just like educate them about what's good and what's bad. And then nudge them towards the good. Yeah. And then they get to have their own little trials and tribulations, which is another such important part of the learning process. Yeah. Uh, So it's so critical, right? You can't just be told, Hey, this is how you squat. And then like you try to emulate a per you gotta do a bunch of crappy squats, like that's just how it is. A bunch
1: of crappy ones, and there's there's this this point where you're being told what to do, but then you make the connection in your head of this feels right,
0: exactly. this doesn't. Exactly. And that's exactly that's the good the fun part. Exactly. And so once you realize and get into this, build these habits to begin this journey to get to physical mastery. Right. You have all this momentum. Yes. You're you're snowballing down the right side of the mountain. Yeah. Not the wrong side. Right. Snowball effect works both ways. Yeah. And once you get momentum behind you, it's so easy. yeah It's so easy to hit a workout when you're like, that's just what I do. Right. Like it I becomes. don't have a day when I don't do an activity that makes my body sweat and I challenge it. Or right. I'm training the things that I wanna train. Yeah that's just like part of my day, just like how breakfast is a part of my day. Right. You know, it's not this like, Mondays. Like not a I, chore. Yeah, Mondays I have to be blah, blah, because that's where I work out. Right, And right, blah, right. blah, blah forces me to, you know, whatever. Right. Um, that's a bad way to look at it. Yeah. And I think once you kind of figure out who you are, or at least like how you approach Problem, problem solving. Problem solving, like, yeah. like a Colby, does a great job at identifying. I think um, you can use those tools to start that physical mastery. And yeah. I think that momentum is just gonna like steamroll people through the other pillars. It's it's um it's very
1: difficult to even articulate how powerful taking control of like your physical presence becomes yeah. and in and, and some people do stop at just the physical right in terms of like they'll get in really good shape yeah. I, I use the the meta macro micro growth mindset mm-hmm. so if you guys are familiar with the growth mindset um some people like take working out and they 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 crush that and they learn a lot within that realm but they never make the leap or or, or the transference of what they learned in the physical mastery into the other areas of their life yeah that was the whole reason why i opened uh Illumin, was because when i first started working out and, and finally grasping this concept, the growth mindset took hold and I began to crush it at work yeah. and I became a better, uh, I was, you know, I, I was dating Charlene at the time, mm-hmm. but it was, I was a better boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. and I was a better everything. And it just, it was this snowball effect Absolutely. into all areas of my life. And, um, beyond just physical, like that's, I think the overarching goal is yeah, let's use this as a, a pillar but let's let it like be the domino effect into everything. If you want to be a better dad, a better wife, a better employee, a better boss, a better human being. Yeah. That's the first piece. You have to feel good.
0: Yeah. You have to feel good Right, and you can extract the skills and discipline and hard work that you use in the process of trying to achieve physical mastery. Yes. Extract those skills and that's what the growth mindset is and apply them to other things in your life right and it's once you make that like oh and that's why when somebody's like a world class at anything yeah man that mindset yeah. is in there right because nobody gets to become world class at anything yeah just like doing mindless reps like being right. forced to by a coach all that kind of yeah. stuff like you got to have it in you which means you can apply that same thing to anything. Right. So, like, I really believe that people that are world class at things can be world class at many other things because, like, yeah, you're not stopping them mentality. No, no, the mentality I mean? is yeah. is number one. Yeah.
1: Uh, have you read you've read the Talent Code, right? Yeah. So, like, um, follow up Culture Code, Culture yeah, Code yeah. as well. But the Talent Code talks about um, just you know repetition, mm-hmm. um, the myelin connection between neurons all of that Um, but without ignition or the drive driving motivation right the fire behind something just the reps aren't enough so you have to combine the reps or the habits Mm -hmm. with the ignition which Mm -hmm. is the affective like your desire what's your why yeah Yeah. Um, if you're doing physical mastery out there your why might be I want to uh, be able to chase my children or my grandchildren up and down the stairs without getting tired, or I want to be a good example to them. And it's, mm-hmm. it's never too late. Like if you give uh, a year of your life to anything, uh, you can literally turn your entire life around, whether it's physical mastery, phys- uh, financial mastery, nutrition mastery, any of that. But you have to understand like what your why is like, what, what is the driving why? Because that's going to help you get out of bed. And that's going to you know remind you uh, 99 days in, like, why am I doing this? Um, so you do need those habits, which we're, we're going to help you build. But we're going to help you connect, like, what your why is with
0: those habits, which, I mean, that's, like, the goal. Far the most important. That's the goal. Yeah, it's more important than, like, what the deadlift progression is in the program. Right. Or, like, what the cool mobility thing I put in there. Right. Leave that to us. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. like we... Don't worry in, about any we, of that. Right. Like, what's the most monumental thing about this whole thing? Yeah. It's like you and deep down in there right. who you are yeah like that's all that matters yeah. like, you know it's like that awesome TED talk uh, somebody showed me in Cairo school like that the find your why one Yeah, you know why yeah. she signed in it yeah was that it everything it's i mean so good yeah. it's how does not matter no. what, does, what not does not matter, matter. where not, none of these things it's matter
1: it's the hardest thing for for us to grasp as human beings but it makes the most sense yeah yeah agree buster Agreed. douglas uh when he knocked Tyson out the awesome little motivational video about it um but his why was he was getting crushed by Tyson and his why was before his mom died mm-hmm. and she died like right before the fight he told his mom that he was going to beat Tyson yeah so this whole fight with Tyson he's getting just crushed just beaten alive but he told his mom that he was going to beat Tyson and he did. He ended up coming back and knocking Tyson out. One of the craziest knockouts ever. Craziest yeah. knockouts ever. But his why was greater than the beating he was taking by the greatest fighter, arguably, exactly. of all time. Uh, exactly. So right. that's like a, a powerful example of, of your why. Of course, don't go out there and get beat up by, <laughs> by Mike Tyson.
0: <laughs> We've all seen The Hangover. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Don't do that. But um, the
0: why is so important. So important. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think even if, like, four people by the 100 days to physical mastery. Yeah. I truly from the bottom of my heart think that all four of those people are going to benefit. Yeah, as opposed to like only one of them, right, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's why that's my why. Yeah, cuz your why you what you do for a living and like what I do for a living are very similar even though they're so far apart from a profession standpoint. Yeah. We're both like just all we sell is like hard-ass work. Right. Like we don't there's no quick anything. Right. Not one and not nothing in this gym is a quick fix. The only thing is uh, this coffee is the only quick fix in this place. (laughs) Yeah. In case you're wondering this is not beer. It's yeah nitro cold brew coffee. It's the only quick fix in this place. Right. You come see me like it's a twenty-year-long problem that's been brewing. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the bottom of it, and I'm gonna present this case, and I'm gonna present this long journey to you. I'll be there along the way. I'll be your guide, and I'll help you. But we're not gonna get there tomorrow. We're not gonna get there by the end of the week. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of work. Somebody comes into these walls, and they're haven't worked out in thirty years after college. They want to get back into it. It's going to be a long road, but yeah. we're here to help you. Yeah, And deep down, it's what we both really do for a living, Yeah, you know? And so that's why this makes so much sense. Like at the deepest layer for me is it's the same thing I do in the office. It's like, man, right. like I need to find out like what's going to help this person. I can't just like rub a muscle, poke a muscle with a needle, adjust them and do right. Everything's fixed. Yeah. All that. You're, you're better now. Yeah, you're better yeah, now. Yeah. You you were out and now you're in Right. and everything's okay. Right. You know, I feel like I didn't do that service that person yeah. enough. Right. And that's why this 100 days and this whole room and cat this whole thing makes so much sense is because it's the hard work. Yeah. Get in there and do the hard work. Right. You know. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, the people that want like just the quick fix like it's, it's just not going to be for them. Like, I don't know how to do quick fixes because quick fixes don't last. Yeah. You know, just as quickly as you gain, you'll lose, right? Whatever it is. Um, so yeah, the, the, the the catalyst is going to be your desire to change. And then from there, we're the guide Mm -hmm. to help you in multiple areas of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, but you're doing the work. We're the Yoda. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yeah. Like he doesn't go out there and do everything. Yeah, he's not um, doing the flips for you. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, but he's such an integral part yeah. um, because he does yeah. have the wisdom, the knowledge, the motivation. You know, he picks you up when when the, the day is just too much. Yeah. You don't want to get out of bed. Yeah. Like that just
0: keeps you moving along. And he reminds you of your why. He reminds he you of your why. He doesn't physically pull you out of bed. Right. You know. He yeah. Uses why you need to do what you're doing, yeah, in order to get you out of bed, sure, yeah, yeah, there's a big difference, and that's all that's the only thing that works exactly because everything else is artificially held up, there's no way it can sustain, right? If, I mean, there's a one percent, right?
1: Well, like, yeah, I think the, the reality is, if, if, if somebody needs somebody else to hold them up all the time, they're not going to learn how to be self sufficient. So, when that one person leaves, it all goes to hell. So like a workout partner. This is a small micro example, but you can have a workout partner for six months and you guys never let each other down. And all of a sudden the workout partner gets a girlfriend. Yeah. And they stop showing up. Yeah. That six months should have been enough. Yeah. But your why was the workout partner. It wasn't you. Yeah. It has to be you. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. It's a and great everybody's team. experienced that. I've ex- yeah. I've had so many heartbreaks, <laughs> so many heartbreaks with workout partners. Um, part of why I love what we do at Illumin is yeah. you just show up to a class, yeah. and then you know, that's your motivation, right? Like, okay, so you have twenty people, or fifteen people, or ten 20 people, 20 or coach, people. right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's workout partner is important, but your why is more important than anything right. because there's not going to be this artificial. Yeah thing holding you up all the time, um, the hundred day journey is pretty cool. Cause we're going to be there for hundred days mm-hmm. and that's enough to build a really good habit. And it's not going to be around an artificial source. It's going to be around like, who are you? What's your, why? Yeah. How do we keep centered around what's important? And, and that's it, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think, um, and the way we're to get a little bit more into a uh, hundred days, the way we're kind of categorizing people is obviously, we can't have everybody take like a Colby or like a something, well actually just a Colby and then give us their results. Maybe eventually we might figure out a, we, we a, a better, can. Um, better way. We definitely can. There's no doubt. But now I think putting people into archetypes is going to make the most sense in terms of being able to help the most amount of people in this nice little way that we've, Especially my, for physical mastery. Specifically, I think, for physical right, mastery. Right, right. I think for mindset, it's impossible, maybe not, to archetype people, uh, but physical for sure. Yeah. Because I see it, I've been seeing it for years, you've been seeing it for years. Yeah. Right? The same type of person walks through the gym. Yeah. The yeah. same, uh, the, what we're calling, like, the comeback hero.
1: Right. You know, the aspiring hero. The aspiring comeback hero, hero. The yeah. wounded hero. Yeah, the wounded
0: hero. You know, I... I'm always injured. I just want to be better. Or the I used to be so good at baseball in college, and now I'm fat and you know hang with my kids. Right. Or the I'm 51 and I've never worked out in my life. Yeah. Those are we all know some one of those three people in our life. Yeah. And I think that for physical mastery is gonna be a good chunk of yeah of folks for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, And I think the folks that are existing outside of those archetypes have probably found ways. To get what they need you know they're probably on their way yeah they might be doing good things you know? but i think those three archetypes is where i think we can make a huge impact right um and so that's how we've categorized it is and i think even even deeper i think the the aspiring hero is like where we kind of started this yeah right like where's like hey somebody who's like that ho- hopeless wanderer yeah right like but not everybody who wanders is lost uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That hopeless wanderer is just like I don't know. I've never really tried. I've been too scared. It's too intimidating. Right? Or I've tried a program and failed. Yeah, right. That yeah is many many people failure to launch. Failure to launch yeah, is a yeah. real
1: thing. Um, I forgot what the statistic is for online um, online courses uh, in terms of like Udemy or, or from schools mm-hmm. and. I think a lot of people do have the best intentions. They buy a program, uh, maybe that program wasn't designed for them. And they work through it, and then they fall off the wagon. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about what we're doing with the Illumin Academy is the the levels of <coughs> accountability. Yeah. Um, you know, I like to say small, medium, and large. Small accountability, medium, and large people kind of know what they need to be, you know, successful. Yeah. Well, they know where they've failed in the past. Yeah. So if you're the kind of person that has 10 programs that you have bought and never even, you know, got a quarter of the way through, mm-hmm. then you're going to be like, you're going to want the medium or large accountability because, you know, what we know about the human psychology or, or success in anything is we all need accountability. Yeah. Um, at varying levels. And we all could use more or less, but at the end of the day, everybody needs to be held accountable. We're
0: horrible, horrible at holding ourselves accountable. Because I, I can lie to myself. Yeah. I can cheat myself. Yeah. I'll still love myself. I'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I might. Some people might not love themselves if they if they lie to themselves. Mm-hmm. But I am happy to cancel uh, whatever if it's just me. Right. And if I know, like, no one's going to know or whatever. Yeah. And that's just something I know about myself. Right. You know? And so if I... Want to tackle my new most recent example was my personal mobility training. Yeah. I outsourced that to my friend Zach. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I started just getting better. We started that. doing it. I started, I, I started doing we started it. We started doing it yeah. regularly. Yeah. That's because, like, I'm scared about disappointing this dude that I've met once. Right. You know, yeah. not disappointed about my no, disappointing not, myself oh, we, get dis- yeah. we, we have a whole life of experience of disappointing I've ourselves plenty
1: self-sabotage before yeah you know, yeah it's, yeah. Something it's just I so do. natural so easy absolutely um and yeah. it's really hard just to like follow your own program like uh it's just you know too much, right yeah. or, or like for the, the person out there the, the aspiring hero um just looking something up online and just doing it like yeah you know just doing anything is better than nothing and it might work for a little bit um, but it's not
0: designed for you, and it's not designed for you where you are at that point it's in that your period. life. I mean, um, people do that all the time. With okay, I'm gonna. It's Saturday morning. I've been wanting to work out for the last two three weeks. Yeah. What I'm gonna do? Okay, I'm gonna do the stretches that I learned in middle school that I've right. been doing. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do the little warm up that I used to do before basketball, and then I'm gonna go for a run. Yeah. I have some weights. Do so I'll some do some ups. biceps curls, yeah. and I'll do some push ups. Right. It has no intelligence what? behind it and by intelligence i mean it's not structured through a plan well, there's and no there's goal. no and there's no end goal right right and so there's no nothing behind it it's Again, just a random it's like randomly putting weights on the bar and just pressing whatever like blindfolded right. yeah. like going to a bench press putting a blindfold on laying down having your buddies throw random weights on either side not even the same and right. just pressing that for whatever it's thick. yeah so you, fast, you might see results maybe, Yeah, maybe i don't know
1: yeah it might be better than doing nothing. Um, it depends. Maybe it won't be. Maybe maybe, maybe, you're, maybe your body's not equipped for it just yet. Maybe you need to build the base. Yeah. Um. Actually, that's a great a great um topic to dive into is like the philosophy behind the the hundred day journey to physical mastery in terms of you know starting with who you are. Yeah. And then where you are in your life, and then what your goals are. Yeah. And then creating a new baseline or, or helping you build the base, the blocks, the building blocks to then continue to build on later on, right? Mm -hmm. Um so tell them about that and I guess like what the the three, um the law of three is.
0: Yo what's that? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh okay. Let's do that.